Thank you for joining us today with Newly Awakened Ministries. We are live, hallelujah, on Facebook. Good deal, good deal. Well, welcome everybody to Newly Awakened Ministries. This is a Fuel the Fire um, live with none other than Corey Bell, Apostle Corey Bell. And uh, I'm going to let him introduce himself in a moment. We're just going to pray real quick and just take off. And I, I encourage you all to lock in and join us on this because this is going to be a good, good time. Father, we just we just give you glory and honor. Yes, Father. Lord, I thank you that you're aligning people and ministries back with you, Father, to bring such an increase and in outpouring of your love, of your grace, of redemption. And Lord, you, even once we're redeemed, Father, there's just a power coming back to your people, Father, to change and shift culture. And so, Lord, I pray that you would just bless this next however many minutes we take, Lord. We're just going to give it to you, let you do what you want. As you just bless Corey and his ministry, Lord, and have your way in this Zoom meeting in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So here we go. This is live with Corey Bell. And I want to talk about his ministry that he's got going on now, which is is called Brosters, provoking men to get their roar back. Come on, somebody, take it away, Corey. Tell us a little bit about it. Yes, um, the Brosters um, is a ministry that, um, first of all, I like to say that I'm am excited about um, being a part of newly awakening the um, few of the flame, right? Few of the flame. Yes, sir. Um, I'm honored to be a part of the Zoom on tonight. God bless you, sir. And I thank you for having me. Um, the Brosters Ministry is a ministry that's derived from the scripture um, when when Paul tells Timothy to stir up the gift of, of that that's been placed in you by the laying on of my hands, and it's important to to stir up the gift because even though we hear a lot pertaining to gifts, there's still a lot of gift negligence, and so that's why it's important to stir the gift to to fan the flame to stir the gift of God that's on the inside. So that's where the bro stirs. That's really where it has derived from. And it's the, the movement is around men and women, but the bro stirs is like you said, that um, we're, we're provoking men to walk in their purpose, to get their war back, you know, because God said, Adam, where art thou? And, and so we're, we're in a time now uh, where, you know, we a lot of people really don't want to address the white elephant in the room, but we see the, the assault on identity. We see the effeminate, the arise of the effeminate male. And we see the boldness of the kingdom of darkness and how it's infiltrated into culture, into society and even into the culture of the church and in the kingdom. Um, and, and so the, the, the roasters is, is really provoking men to walk in their identity, to walk in their purpose, to walk in their authority, you know, as, as sons of God. 
That's what we need more than ever in the earth. We just don't need apostles and prophets, although we need them, but we need apostles and prophets that know their identity, and that is that of a son. I believe on. that one of the problems that we have now in the body of Christ is that we base identity off of ability. And your your uh, your your ability is not your identity. Our identity is that of a son of God. And a lot of people they find or they're looking for identity in a gift and not the identity. And so that's that's what we're based upon, based upon uh, biblical biblical foundation on biblical principles um, and just really provoking men to carry the glory of God, the, the, the presence of God and know how important your relationship with Christ is. So that's what the Brosters movement is about. We're about to have a conference in the, the first week of June, June the 2nd and the 3rd. Um, I'm, I live in the in the great city of Greenville, North Carolina. Greenville, North Carolina, that's where we're hosting the event in the great city of Greenville, North Carolina, June the 2nd through the 3rd. And it's going to be a powerful time. It's going to be a powerful time of deliverance. We have people that are flying in, that are coming in from all over. God's hand is on this particular movement, as I really believe that he is, especially I'm seeing the, the arise of men and men gatherings all across the world. And so I really believe that it's a clarion call for, for men. This next move of God, it really has to be led by men, men of God, men that are really yielded and surrendered to God, to the purpose of God, that we denied ourselves. You know, we're not ambitious. We don't have impure motives, but our agenda is that of heaven. Our agenda is that of heaven. Amen. That's where it is. That's where it is. And I know we talked a little bit earlier, and it's like there is such a lack. You know, we just talk about prayer meetings, like prayer meetings always, it's predominantly women. It's like, yo, guys, where are we at? I mean, we're supposed to be the priest of the home, the head of the house, as we follow the Lord, of course. You know, we want that submission to us from our spouse. But then where's our submission to the Lord, right? So, brosters, that is like, that's so amazing. What? How did that come about? Tell us a little bit about how just that idea came to you. Like, what was happening? at that moment when that came to you and you're like, Oh, we got to run with this. Well, really it was just something I, that I mentioned to my wife actually, uh, because I like words and it's, it's really something that's really being used a lot. We call each other, bro. I'd be like, uh, what's up, bro. And so, because at first, I was I was asking my wife, well, let's use misters. She was like, no, nah, that doesn't sound too, <laughs> too catchy. <laughs> and so I said, well, how about brosters? And and so I mean it clicked and we just went with it. 
we just went with it. And like I said, um, the stir comes from the scripture, uh, disturb the gift. And so we just added bro to the front of it. And it's really gauged and the focus is on, on men, on community. Um, I also have a, um, we, we have a community on Facebook, a brochures community, a private page on also on Facebook that I'm really trying to build because this is something that is really fresh. It's something that's really new. And I'm, I'm big on relationship. That's one thing I'm, I, I just don't want to be connected to people for opportunity or for doors or for platform, but I'm big on relationship. And so that's another nail that I'm really hammering, um, especially with building community. Just don't want to build community and we really don't know each other. You know, there's, there's no relationship at all. I, I can't ask you any hard questions. Um, we can't be vulnerable around each other. If I confide in you, then you, you share all my information that was confidential to, to, to other people and you gossip about me. So my, 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 my main, one of my main focus, even in the Broster community, is, is that is to build healthy community, healthy relationships, strong relationships. And I, I really believe that men need that. And that is also really a focus with the gathering that we have on, on June the 3rd. And my apostle, he's also going to be one of the, the, the ministers that are going to be ministering to the men on that day. And it's going to be a men's session. And that's really going to be one of the things that's, that needs to really be addressed. Men need community. Men need a culture that, that is built that will have them comfortable in to know that, okay, it's okay for me to be vulnerable, to really share my heart. Because we know as men, oftentimes we, we, we carry a lot of things on the inside of us. We bottle a whole lot of uh, things that really need to be communicated. And, and sometimes we don't want to put all of that on our wife because we, we're wired in such a way how God designed us that he designed us to be able to carry those things. But a lot of times those things really need to be communicated or conveyed to other people that can really relate to you on that level. And you, you really, they can, they can, they really have the, the really the strength to bear that burden or really, you know, bear what you really carry, especially by being a man. So um, that's one of the things that we really focus on, really building healthy community. Awesome. That is so critical. I mean, there's such a, you see, just in the kingdom, there's such an attack on identity. And, I mean, well, we even see it in our culture now. It's getting crazy. Like people making up what they want to be. Today, I'm going to be a dog and tomorrow I'm going to be a cat. And I'm, I mean, hello. I, I've even seen a post on TikTok where they even talk cat. Meow, meow, meow. And I'm like, seriously? I mean, wake up, people. <laughs> Get in the word. Find out what there is clear all over. There's two types, a male and a female. So 
I definitely get it. And you know what? A lot, there's just confusion in the culture and the atmosphere. We need to take that back. I love that your heartbeat is to get men back into the position where really we need to be. We need to be transparent, full of integrity and character, and not so bottled up on communication as such. I mean, you're hitting all these key words that are just spot on. I love that. That is so good. Now, there also, there's a female version of Bro Stirs also, right? Is your your wife doing that one? Yes. Yes, the sisters. Sisters, come on. Yes, the sisters. And I've I've watched her build this community, healthy community of women that um, she also has a prophetic mentorship program. And like I said, the vision is really hers. And is everything else that's being born is really from the vision that God has given her. And I've seen women who didn't really know their identity or didn't have the the courage or the fear to really walk in their purpose um, are are now awakened and alive, you know, and and really back to a place where they have developed a hunger for the the things of God, you know, for where they may have lost the, the, the fire on their altar for prayer or, you know, consecration, fasting, or, you know, just walking in obedience. And it's it's good to have those healthy communities like that where you can hold each other accountable. And so, yeah, the sisters is a, is a, a group of apostolic prophetic women that are, are walking in their call and in their purpose and love Jesus, love the presence. Oh, so, yeah. Hallelujah. That's so good. And you know, as you move in this movement, Brosters, there'll be such a reconnect and an upward alignment with Christ in their life that they'll truly fall into accordance with the word where he said, love your spouse. Love him and love your spouse. Cleave and become one. And you know what? A lot of times there is separation, even yeah. in ministry, because there's so much contention for time. And um, there still has to be that individual time where you can just love each other. And I love that for a man. I mean, obviously, we know how we're made. It's like you were you were talking. We're meant to carry that pressure. I always use that analogy. When God formed man, he pressed us into shape out of dust. But he hand finessed the female. So, you know, it, it is totally different with us. How awesome. I'm just totally tripping right now because I can so see the importance of brosters as, as a movement. Seriously, there is so much that can change in the kingdom just if men would get in alignment because it changes everything. The whole family dynamic can shift to just new levels in kingdom authority and power. We're doing it the way that he says, I love, I love that. I I just, it's so cool. I seen that post because you had a zoom the other night and I'm like, Oh man, I wanted to get on, but I just was busy and couldn't. I guess I'm like, I'm going to ask him, Hey, it's on. So I need to know how it goes. Awesome deal. Well, I did post in the comments ways that they want to give. 
to help out or to give towards the Brosters movement or the Sisters movement or to you. I did put that in Facebook. It is in the Facebook comments of PayPal. And I just want to get into some, we'll get into some more personal stuff, I guess. I mean, it's not personal, personal, but you know, we just want to know you more. Um, what would you say was the most pivotal moment for you and your walk with the Lord? Um, the, the most pivotal moment really was when I had to make a decision to leave a ministry. And that ministry was a ministry that I gave my life to the Lord in. And it was a family church. And it was also a church that my my mother attended. And some of my siblings at the time. And what is really so crazy is that once I got saved, I, I really was in pursuit of God. I, I, the, the pursuit was, you know, after God to really abandon you know, my, my past and the life that I lived, which we're going to get into some of that because the, the life that, you know, that I, I left, it was, it was really horrible. It was, it was, it was really horrible. And so I know that I had to really get away from that. And so in my, in that pursuit and by me being a prophet and, but not knowing that that time, um, because what a, a lot of people don't understand even about the prophet is, is that a prophet is, is born, they're not made. And so that prophet has it, the prophetic spirit, but before you even receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, that prophet has a prophetic spirit. And so that's why, uh, a, a, a person can be a psychic because they have not yielded that gift to God and have not been filled with the Holy Spirit. Right, right. And so they, they have a prophetic gift, but that their accuracy and their, and their information that they are getting, even though it may be accurate, it is, it's from the wrong source, but they have a prophetic spirit. And so I, I say all that to say this, is that I, I was God. I began to hear God speak to me. I, I, be, I began to hear God speak to me, and so I, I had to make a decision, which I thought by me making this particular decision, and by me having to go to my leader at that time, or even my mother saying that I was going to, you know, God is leading me in another direction and to another ministry. Um. It was it was a pivotal time for me. It, that right there was a pivotal time for me because even in that, even in that pivot, that's in in going to that next ministry. That's why I got filled with the Holy Ghost. That and that was a really pivotal time. Um, see, by that decision that I made, see, I would have, and really, that ministry was a a religious ministry as well. It wasn't somewhere that could really groom me 
for who I really was. Um, and, and today I really don't even believe that that ministry exists anymore, actually. And, and so knowing that I really heard God and really obeyed him, that was a really pivotal time in my life. You know, to, to, to really uh, make the decision and really not knowing the voice of God. I wasn't, I wasn't mature. I wasn't, I wasn't mature in the prophetic. I was just someone that was, you know, just on fire for God that I had a zeal. And I, I just, I, I just wanted direction. I, I needed clarity. I needed a whole lot of things that I was not getting. And that was one of the really major pivotal points in my in my life, especially as it relates to ministry, making that decision to obey God, really being at a place to hear him. I, I'll never forget it because the, the scripture came to me and it was God and, and I wrestled with it for a minute. Um, the, the scripture came to even as he had told Abraham that you're going to have to get, you're going to have to leave your father's house. And he also told Abraham, you're going to have to leave your kindred. You're going to have to leave your kindred. And knowing that I was going to have to leave my, my family and, and go to another, I was, you know, I, I basically like grew up in church. My grandmother was a pastor. She took us to church. So I, I wasn't really familiar with ministry or going to another church outside of my family not being there or being around me in that same ministry that I was in. So that was a that was a pivotal point for me. Wow. You know, I'm listening to you talk and that's really why Brosters is. Huh. <laughs> so you're leading from a, a place of experience. You want people to be oh hey. It's all right. You get in that tough place, you choose him. He'll lead you to the right place. That's so awesome. I can so see that connection and why he would have you at the head of that movement because you've been there and you know what it takes to walk. And sometimes we got to go through that stuff so we can set people free on the other side. That's that's so good, man. I'm like hearing it so clear as you're describing. I'm like, wow, that is heavy. Wow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So. You basically described a little bit about it. Let's go to this. What God dreams are you believing for with Brosters, even beyond Brosters? My seeing my entire family delivered, walking in their purpose, my brothers, my sisters, my children. All, all loving the, the presence of God, um, walking in their purpose, being delivered, healed, and set free. That's one of my dreams. Um, seeing my family healed, delivered, and set free. Um, more, more than anything else, or a, a lot of, um, you know, I. I have dreams of, of of traveling internationally, doing ministry, um, you know, dreams of business ventures and um, 
seeing my children um, develop and, and coming into their identity and just really being successful in life um, more, more than anything else, because I'm, I'm really big on family and I really believe that it's, it's God's intent, you know, especially as it relates to family. And that's really how we affect society. That's by colonizing the, the kingdom, the kingdom of God in the earth through 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 that of family. And so it, it starts it starts through family. It starts through family. So that's why there's even been like a, a, a huge assault on marriages, as we were talking earlier about identity, even with men really arising and really walking into their true purpose and their identity. And so that's that's what that's that's one of my biggest dreams. That's one of my biggest dreams to, you know, just really see um my brothers and my sisters come into their purpose. Amen. Amen. You know the word talks all about that. What good is it to gain the world if you lose your own family? You know what? That's the heartbreaking piece. That's the heartbreaking piece for for sure. And I, you know, the Lord knows. The Lord knows. And we just need to lock in, go after it for sure. Um, what would you say was one of your toughest times in ministry? And how did you overcome that that moment? Like, what did you do to get past that tough time? Um. One of the toughest times was <laughs> uh, how would I, it's been some tough times in ministry. When you, I would just say this when just having experience with, with leaders that may have been really not mature in certain areas and really did not know how to handle certain situations. Um, just really having that experience because my, my expectations may have been at a place where they was really set higher than really the experience and, and really how it was handled. And so I, I would just say that, that just, just having an experience with leadership, you know, just with, just with leadership. I would, I would just say that. Um, because I, I mean, I, I, I honor every leader in their respected place, but at the same time, um, in ministry, you just deal with certain things. Um, certain leaders may be, you know, not competent in certain areas. And so, you know, with being a, also being a leader, you, you also, you, you are human. So you're not going to make the, the best decisions and the best choices. You don't know everything uh, just because you're a leader. That's why you really have to be reliant and dependent on God. Amen. And, and so I would just say 
that was just one of my, you know, really bad experiences. Just with leadership, I, because I, I may have placed a, an expectation on on leadership, but things were not handled really in a way that I felt was really appropriate. That's you know that's what I would say. That's all I would say right. concerning that. Right, and then you just have to go to the Lord and pray. <laughs> yes, been there. So you're saying ministry is not all cookies, cake, and ice cream. No, it's not. (laughs) I agree with you. I agree with you. I've been there. I just wanted to throw that in as a pun because people don't know (laughs) till they have walked it. It is not at all like you think. Um, But I did know she was talking earlier about family is so important. And seeing your kids is like the ultimate goal for you. And I noticed you're wearing a shirt and says legacy builder. Did you know? That that shirt, are you wearing that purposely, or that just happened to happen because it's just who you are? Well, yeah, I, I wore it kind of purposely. <laughs> awesome. That We need to replicate. He said go into the earth and have dominion. I mean, how, how do we do that? You know, it's got to start in the home. Absolutely. Absolutely. One a thousand, two ten thousand. Come on. We can get people into agreement, get the body into agreement, quit focusing on all the different divisions of, of denomination and just come together in him book of acts upper room and just let's get it on anyway, yeah. hallelujah all right so this is a pretty good question since i know that your wife is prophetic and she walks in ministry and you got the apostolic call and and prophetic and you walk in ministry and you're married and have kids how do you find the balance between marriage, ministry, occupation, how do you how do you align that? Because I know that is tough for some people in ministry. Like, where, how have you found to make that work, especially with so many irons burning? Well, I really don't think that you could find a balance. I really believe that you really just have to prioritize was priority and I mean ministry is always going to be there um, other things always going to be there but like I was saying about family really had to prioritize family and and so you really have to have a grace you have to really literally build capacity especially for ministry being a husband um, etc you I you you have to literally build capacity as well, and you you know you have to know when to when to rest, when to say no, hmm. um, and like I said, you really have to prioritize. Why uh, I really feel that a, a lot of preachers they really burn out or really find themselves going through anxiety or feeling overwhelmed is because. They don't prioritize. And then, like I said, you have to build capacity. You have to build capacity, especially for ministry. You have to find yourself in in prayer. And some seasons more than you were in last season. Um, Your focus. All of of what you give your time, your energy, and your attention to. And... And like I said, what you prioritize. And a lot of times 
that will really enable you to really build the necessary capacity to, to, to really have the grace to be able to carry that, you know, ministry, um, a job. I mean, some of us work, I work a full-time job. I'm at work 10 hours a day. I mean, my wife, we was just discussing this the other day. I mean, at, at times, uh, I, I mean, I get weary. I get weary. I get tired. Uh, I'm getting old. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to be 44, 44 this year. So I'm like, okay, God, I'm trying to take care of myself mentally, physically, financially, trying to, you know, be the best husband, uh, father that I can be. And, and, and then as well, I, I mean, I know I have a call. I have a call. I, I just cannot abandon that. And so even now in this season, it's been like a, it's, it's, it's a demand. It's really been a demand on the ministry. Um, I thank God because I, I know that as well. I've I've been processed. I've been I've been I've been processed. I've been developed and then prepared for this time. And so, like I was saying, I really believe that you have to prioritize. It's about priority. What is priority? And that will help me balance and, and carry everything properly and really steward it and really carry it well. Give me the grace to be able to carry that. Hey Amen. You know, all this stuff is totally pointing to brosters. I'm just <laughs> saying, it really is. We need to love God loud and we need to love our, our wife's as he loves the church. I mean, we, that's top priority. We've got to, I love that. So true because happy wife, happy life. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that people <laughs> I'm saying we do, we need to honor them for, for what they are. It's like, for me, man, my wife is everything to me. It's like, if I can do what I can do because she is, she is my, my strength. It's just, it's so, so lit. You're like so on. I love that. I, I can so see the importance, especially nowadays, for the ministries of brosters and sisters, because it needs to happen. We need to know how to pursue him. Like John the Baptist, just radical sellout, all in total investment, and then love our love our spouse as he loved the church, and then just go after it. And I there's so many important things that need to be taught, and it's like all the things you've been through, I can see how the Lord really is just using it really truly so that through brosters, you can be a legacy builder. I'm prophesying that to you even right now. I just feel that in the spirit that he's taking you from these moments and he's allowed you to do it. And you have locked into him and you have chosen him above all. And you've kept your focus on family and he's going to allow you to out of brosters become a legacy builder to change and shift culture of family and what it means. Amen. Hallelujah. That is amazing. I'm like, so feel Holy Spirit right now, but I'm just <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll tell you what, let's, um, hallelujah. I want you to just pray. Go ahead and just pray over men. We'll just pray over the men listening. And then, and then we'll pray over the wives after that. 
we just believe God. He's just going to start touching some people. And if you feel something, just call it out. We're just going to believe it. If it's not right now while they're watching, then it's going to happen when, when they do watch. Father, I thank you right now. I thank you, Father, that you're touching the hearts of men all across this world. Father, I thank you that men are arising to their proper place. For the call is, Adam, where art thou? And they are answering the call. They are answering the call back to your presence. They are answering the call, Father, back to the purpose, the reason that you created them, Father. Father, your word declares that the heart of the king is in your hand and you turn it whichever way you please it. Father, the heart of men is in your hand. And Father, I pray that the hearts of men are turning back towards you. Father, that the hearts of men are turning back towards your presence. Father, your word declares that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And Father, I pray, Father, that the men of God are rising, that they are walking in the steps that you have ordered for them, that they are marching orders that heaven has ordered for them. And this is the year. This is the time, Father, that they are walking in the steps, Father, that you have ordered for them, that they are walking in their purpose, that they are walking in their identity, that they are walking in their dominion and authority. And, Father, that these men shall carry the glory of God, that the men of God are getting their war back, that they will no longer be silent, that they will arise bold as lions that they will walk in authority, that they will walk in dominion. And Father, that you're raising up praying men, that men ought to always pray and not faint, that you're raising up men that are falling in love with the presence of God. Father, I thank you that, you, that you're calling men back to your presence. Father, that you're raising up men of fire, men that will carry your glory, men, Father, that will glorify you, men that will lift up their voice like a trumpet in this nation and that will cry out to you, that will cry out to you for deliverance, that will cry out to you for healing. Father, that men are rising, that are walking in glory, are walking, that are carrying the fire of God. Men that will lead their homes. Men that will lead their homes in prayer. Men that will respect their wives. Men that will honor their marriage. Men that will raise their kids in the admonition of the Lord. Men that will train their children in the ways of the Lord. Men that will teach their, their, their families the ways of God. Mm. Yes, mm. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you that right now you're releasing strength to every man right now that is weary. Every man, Father, that is wrestling with struggles and sin and secret sin. Father, I pray right now for their deliverance. Father, that you're breaking addiction off of them. Father, that you're breaking, Father, mistaken off identity off of them right yes. now in the name of Jesus. And that they are rising into their identity. The name of Jesus. Jesus. And that the sons of God are arising. 
I decree that the sons of God are arising, that the men of God are arising, that the mighty ones are arising, the mighty men of God are awakening, that there's an awakening happening. And Father, just as you blew breath in the nostrils of Adam, Father, breathe, Father, breathe into the nostrils of men again, that they will be awakened, that their minds will be awakened, that their identity will be awakened, that they will be awakened to their purpose, that they will be awakened, Father. Awaken us. Awaken us. Awaken us. I thank you that an awakening has happened all across America, all across America, Father, that revival is happening in the lives of men, that men are coming back to the presence. Men are coming back to your presence, that they're drawing closer, that they shall draw nigh unto you. I thank you, Father, that men are drawing nigh unto you. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we just we just give you glory and honor and praise. Lord, I pray, Father, for those who are just afraid to be vulnerable. Lord, I pray that men all across the earth, Father, just begin to make themselves vulnerable in that place of where your presence is. Father, Lord, there's not condemnation, but Lord, there is redemption. And so, Lord, I pray you would break the mindsets that culture has painted. Lord, I, I pray you would silence the voice of the enemy going on in the minds, Lord, the, the battles at war. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that they'd hear the clarion call of, of Christ come upon them, Father, and Lord, that they would heed the voice that is speaking to them. And Lord, just turn to you. Father, I thank you that you can break down every wall. And, Lord, you can lift them up and redeem them no matter the pit. Lord, you can bring them up and set them free. And, Lord, teach them and put them formed in your image, Father, to be a leader in their home, to be a priest of their home. Father, I thank you that your promise is not dead, but it is eternal, Lord, for the word says that your words are eternal. So, Father, we thank you that life spawns from your word. And, Lord, I pray you be such a deep-seated hunger and passion for your word that would rise up upon men all across all nations, Father, that there'd be a holy, a holy, holy, holy army begin to awaken. Lord, I pray even now that bones would begin to tremble and reform, Lord, that we're dead spiritually and they just stand up as an army of the king. Father, I thank you that repping the king is what the future is going to be all about. And the king is King Jesus so, Yeshua, we give you glory and honor and praise. And, Father, we just release you to send the holy ministering angels to camp and, and to just be around these people to intervene in situations, Father. Lord, when there seems to be no way, you are the way. When they're broken down, Lord, you can be the redeemer and the repairer of the breach. Father, you can be the one that lifts them up and brings healing. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that there'd be such a stirring among the brothers all across the earth, Father, that you truly would raise up an army, not one to be steadfast, sitting in their spot, holding a place, but one that would stand on the wall with an army, with an instrument in one hand to work, and Lord, with a weapon in the other, the weapon of your word, the sword of the spirit, and, Father, that they could be twofold at the same time, a watchman and a worker. And, Lord, I thank you for men hearing the clarion call 
Father, across the nation, Lord, stir the brothers. Lord, I pray even that the Brosters movement, Lord, would catch fire, Lord, like it would be just ripe wood with fuel poured on it and just a spark of Holy Spirit just exploded beyond even comprehension of outreach. Lord, I pray there be no walls, increase territory, expand boundaries. Lord, you do it, Father. We trust you, Lord. You lead and you give discernment and you give vision and you give direction. And Father, we thank you that your promise is that we'd have new life in you. And Lord, that your promise is that you would send us a helper. And Lord, even as we just pass through Passover, Lord, we're coming up on the day of Pentecost here naturally in our in our calendar. Um, coming up here in, in a few more weeks, Father, two, three weeks. I pray in Jesus' name there'd be such an outpouring that we would awaken and arise with a vision to see where we have not seen. And Lord, that your spirit would just begin again to allow us to decree and prophesy into the atmosphere in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Father. Hallelujah. 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 I tell you what, man, I just feel like we're supposed to roar. I know we talked about that earlier. I don't do this very many times, but every now and then you just feel it. I feel like we're just supposed to roar. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> oh, people probably think I'm a goof. I don't care. That's why he says we're going to shift atmosphere. We're just going to permeate prophetic act. Men are going to roar. We're provoking the men. We're provoking men to roar. Come on. One, two, three. Hallelujah. Oh, man. Glory. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Father. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. I heard that. I heard that roar. It was like, I heard that roar went. That roar went out. Come on. That roar went out into the world. I, I, Come it on. It was like, I, <laughs> that was so crazy. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That roar was sent out. Yes. Well, we just pray even right now for those that are just battling mental mental they're just not mentally stable men they're just they they got this war going on in their minds hey you just show me this father we just break that confusion in jesus name we break that confusion in their mind lord your word says you didn't give us a spirit of fear but of power of love and of sound mind so lord i think of that sound mind 
is coming back to men all across all the nations, Father. Lord, in that sound mind comes a revelation of our Redeemer, Yeshua. And so, Father, I thank you that alignment is coming back, Father, and that identity is being restored. We give you glory and honor, Father, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you feel anything, bro, just we're just going to intercede. You just call it out. Hallelujah. I even pray for the women on tonight. And we pray against the religious spirit that is assigned to the voice of women. Come on. And we break the muzzle. We break the muzzle that has been tried to been placed upon the voice of the woman. And we say, Deborah, arise. We say, Anna, arise. Hannah, arise. We say, woman of God, arise to your purpose and and to your identity. We say, lioness, arise. We we provoke the war of women in America that the women will the woman of God will arise back into their proper place. We come against every religious spirit. We we come uh, against the the voice of the accuser that has tried to silence yes. the mouths of women. We come against that spirit on tonight that it be consumed by the fire of God. And Father, we pray for the women that are all across America. Father, we pray that you are raising up strong women, that you're raising up strong apostolic and prophetic women. Father, that will walk in boldness, that will not walk in fear, but they will walk in confidence. And Father, that will be yielded to you, that will be led by the Spirit of God. And Father, we pray right now that there will be an outpour of your spirit. Father, for you said in your word that in the last days that you will pour out your spirit upon all flesh and that your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And Father, we pray that there's an outpour pouring of your spirit, Father, that is being poured upon your women, upon your daughters, Father, and they shall prophesy. They shall declare the word of the Lord. They shall preach the gospel. Father, they shall carry revelation. They shall carry the glory of God. They shall walk in boldness in the name of Jesus. And Father, we pray right now, Father, for every assignment that's sent by hell will be consumed by the fire of God. In the name of Jesus. Jesus' name. And I saw Father, we pray. I saw Esther's arising. Father, let the Esther's arise. Lord, the Esther's that have the vision and the focus of the king, Lord, because you want to do a thing. And so, Father, I thank you for raising up Esther's, Father, that have the heart of the king, that can show them the way, Lord, and touch them back in alignment with you. So, Father, we just lift them up. And, Lord, I just repent on behalf of men that have cursed and belittled women. Lord, that in different in different roles, we have made them feel not important have made them feel they're not worthy, not capable. Father, we break that off in Jesus' name. We thank you for the women 
of the, of the king. We thank you, Father, that women are needed. Lord, we thank you that you didn't shut them out of the book, Lord. They're in the book over and over and over and over. It took a woman to get the job done also. And so, Father, we just lift you, we lift them up to you. Lord, we just repent on behalf of men that have in some way tried to shut down the gift that is on their life. And so, Lord, forgive us as we just pray on behalf of men all across the earth, Lord, that truly you would just redeem men and that you would heal the women that have been hurt or harmed in any way by accusations, by by verbal abuse, Lord, by physical abuse. Father, I pray you would just restore, 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 restore in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 This is really a time where God is really <clears throat> repairing the breach. He's, re- he's raising up those that will repair breaches, breaches in homes, breaches in ministry, breaches in family. And then especially in, in the church, there's a lot of breaches. And I really believe that we are in a time where, where God is, is sobering the church and getting us back to a place of alignment, getting us back to the, the foundation where it's, we're addressing faulty foundations. The, the Bible declares that the foundation of the church is built upon the apostles and the prophets and, and Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone. And like I was saying before, Christ is the center. All apostolic and even prophetic ministry is supposed to be Christ-centered. And, and, and so what God is doing in this hour, he's bringing alignment and bringing things back into his proper order. Because God is a God of order. He's a God of pattern. He's a God of principle. And so this is what is happening in this hour. It's, it's, a, it's, a de- it's really a deconstruct a deconstruction that's really happening. Um, we know that we are in a time, yes, of revival and also awakening, but also we in a time where, where God is going, he's going to raise up reformers. And those reformers are going to bring really the church back into its proper order, back into alignment, because we've been dismembered for, for quite some while. It's like going to a chiropractor. When, you know, when, when, when your body and joints and is, is out of place, that chiropractor get things back into the proper alignment so the body can function and, and flow properly and effectively. Amen. And so this is really where we are at. And so, yes, we are in an apostolic and a prophetic mood, but a, a lot of it, as I was saying earlier, is really not Christ-centered. And so the focus is coming back on Christ. It's coming back on Jesus, Christ, the anointed one. Uh, A lot of people, they are professing to be anointed, but Satan can anoint you too. If Christ is not the center, he's not the focus even of my prophetic ministry, then who am I prophesying for? Because the Bible declares that Jesus, he... It, the, Jesus is the te- 
the testimony, the, the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. So prophecy is Christ speaking to the church. And that's, we, we view prophetic ministry with being reliant and dependent on a prophet, but not the Holy Ghost. We need prophets. Yes, we need prophets because prophets have a, a revelatory responsibility. And every everyone doesn't carry that that kind of intel that or or information as a prophet would. But we're not supposed to be solely reliant and dependent on a prophet more than you are the Holy Spirit. Come on. That's that's old testament. Old testament, the, the prophets were. A, a national resource. They, they was a resource that even they, they were a part of the king's cabinet. But that's Old Testament. And in, in the New Testament, we have that, that those we can receive if we believe. The, the, the gift of God. He, but the, the gifts that he gave to men, the fivefold ministry, or to mature the saints, or to equip them for the work of the ministry. Right. And so this is where we are at now in the body of Christ, where we, where we really have to get back to what is my responsibility as an apostle, as a prophet, as a pastor, an evangelist. Yeah. What is because it's a responsibility. It's not for me to entertain people. It's for me to equip, equip the saints and bring them to a place of maturity and development so they can do the work of the ministry. And, and ultimately, so they can, <clears throat> so they can come into the full stature in the knowledge of the son of God. It's about having Christ formed in uh, it's, it's Christ being formed in us. Paul said, Paul said this. He said that I, I travail. He, he said, my children, I travail lest Christ be formed in you. That, that is supposed to be the, the heartbeat of an apostle. That it's, it's not about what we build in. It's about who we build it. Come on. And see, that's the problem now. So that's why God is bringing alignment and, and, and reformation in his hour. Because it's been a lot. And not saying that it's not okay for you to, as, as long as it's not you building a kingdom to yourself. Come on. Amen. But a, a lot of it, that's what it's based on. And so we have to get back to the foundation. We have to get back to the foundation. This, this is what we, we, we're addressing foundations because even when it comes to building, God, he's the one, he's the architect. Amen. God is the architect. He, he gives us the blueprint. He gives us the pattern and then we build from that. And so a lot of what people are building is, I mean, that, they didn't get that blueprint from God. <laughs> Come on, tell the truth. Come on. So that's straight. So that, 
that's that's the problem. That is that is the problem. Yeah, it's it's that vertical alignment. We we too focus on the horizontal stuff. Why can we get? It's all about that vertical alignment. You're right. You know, even the apostles in, in the Old Testament, it wasn't always it wasn't always a friendly word. I mean, it, sometimes the Lord's got to be hard. He's got to get your attention, put you in the right direction. And so, I I, I agree totally. We've got it. It all is supposed to be to honor and glorify Yeshua. And if it if it's any purpose outside of that, we're we're off somewhere because it should always be to his glory. And I'm not yeah. saying that you can't have nice stuff. I'm, it's not about that because that stuff will come if you're doing it as unto him. He'll just make yeah. it happen because he's just so good. So I totally agree. I totally agree. This was this is good. This is good, bro. I'm down with bro stirs. I'm down with legacy builder. I love that it's about family. I mean, honestly, there is such an identity attack in the earth. And it's not just like even on a technology standpoint, because that's what I do for my job. There are so many stolen passwords and identities and account. I mean, like just in the last 12 months, more than 6 million. More than six million. That's not even overseas. That's just in the U.S. And I'm like, is identity theft a problem? Absolutely, it is. But we already know it's been done in the spirit before it ever happened here. So imagine the ripoff that's happened in the supernatural realm. You know, we have got to pray and intercede for people just to really understand who they are. And I love that about your movement. Is really just connecting people to Jesus because he fills in all the blanks. We don't have to have the answers. What we have to have is Jesus. <laughs> yes. Amen. 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 Well, this is so good. Let me see. Um, somebody just posted a comment, I think. Um, oh, they're all good. They got it. They're just commenting away. I'm trying to see if there's anybody on here that needed prayer for anything in the comments real quick. Hallelujah. They're just a bunch of lovers of Jesus. That's what I'm talking about. It's what we got to be. Jesus is the center. Hallelujah. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, I'll tell you what. Is there anything else that you wanted to share specifically? Um, no. <laughs> it's been a good, it's been a good. We've been on here an hour, actually. So hour and three minutes. Hallelujah. Well, let's just, I'm going to bless you. And I just remind everybody, if you want to give, I pop that in the comments. You can give to, um, I'll read it off just in case they're not in there. www.paypal.me forward slash Corey Bell 79. You can give that for towards Brosters and and the movement that he's wanting to do and just with identity and realigning men all across all the nations. So Father, I just thank you for Corey. I thank you for Brosters, Lord. I believe that this is the right time for this kind of a ministry to take place because we need reformation in the family, a proper godly alignment. We need reformation in everything. Lord, we just need reformation period to be in alignment with you. And so, Father, I ask that you would just breathe by your spirit upon his life. Give him just supernatural insight, discernment, and revelation. Lord, download him the strategy of heaven 
and then bring in the components that he needs to make it manifest according to what you've called him to do. And so I just bless him and bless that movement and bless his wife, Lord, and, and sister, the sisters movement, Father. Just do what you're going to do in your alignment of bringing the family back to you in one accord. And we give you glory and honor and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I seen, I, I saw you, even though you, you like your job, but your heart is for ministry. Your heart and the, the vision that God has given you is something like Sid Roth. Something like Sid Roth. And God's, God's going to breathe on, you, on your media ministry. He's going to breathe on your ministry. And he's going to give you the resources. And even though you don't have all the answers and really the, the resources that you need right now. And God's bringing it. God's going to give, he's going to bring the team. And yes, you have a good team with you right now, but it's going to be a time. It's going to be a time where you are really going to have to trust God and it's, it's going to be the right time. And you are a man. Yes, you're led by the spirit of God. But yes, there is a media ministry in you that shall not only just be heard in America, but in internationally. International, international media ministry that will also spread revival, that will re restore families, that will minister at such a level that will be so impactful across the globe. Father, we decree right now, Father, we decree right now, Father, that you that you breathe upon his vision, that you awaken creativity and even ideas. And Father, that you send the help, that you send in the resources even right now, Father, and the very desires of his heart, because his heart is pure, because his heart, Father, is one that is close to you. And Father, I pray against every assignment of the enemy, every assault, Every assault be consumed by the fire of God. Father, I pray right now that you begin to strengthen him, strengthen his mind, strengthen his family and his wife. Continue to bless him and favor him. I pray, Father, that an increase of favor will rest upon his life. That he will increase in favor. That we, he will increase in wisdom. And favor with God, favor with you, that his favor with you is now even increasing. And Father, that you bring in the relationships in his life that will grant him the favor that he needs. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah, Father. Hmm. 
Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, brother. Thank you so much for making time. I know it's been crazy and it was last minute, but so appreciate you making the time to jump on here with us for sure. I'm honored. I'm I'm honored. I'm honored to, you know, be a part. Tell you what I saw. I'm just going to tell you what I saw as you start to share your vision in your heart. As I saw the lion stand up and begin to posture and then release. And when that happens, all around here's the roar of the lion. And I saw, it's like when you, it's like you transition into, uh, as I don't, a lot of times he just shows me images. And so I just saw that happen as you begin to share, because it's such a heartfelt purity you're like i'm just after jesus i want everybody to see him and it's just the roar that is just that whole thing about provoking the roar of men that is spot on on what he's going to do so no matter what happens bro you just keep on pressing and pressing and pressing because it's coming for sure and father i even pray for Corey right now lord that you would bring away to make it so the 10-hour day job could just be working for ministry and multiplying what you've caught God on his life. Lord, that financially ends would be met. And Lord, that family would be taken care of. And truly, he could walk out with the vision of what you've given him because it is bigger than even what you've seen and shown him at this point. He has seen the tip of the iceberg, Lord, but it is there is so much under the, the water level of that same movement. That's going to shift so many things. I'm talking governmentally change, um, academic change, collegiate change. Stuff is going to change supernaturally as people begin to line up. They truly find their identity in you, Yeshua. So I just thank you, Lord. I pray that you would just accompany, send angels to accompany him to guard him and his family. Father, keep them safe. I thank you that you're their provision. Lord, I thank you that when the enemy throws an arrow to try and just stop the momentum, Lord, that it is quenched in Jesus' name. I thank you that there are more that are for him than there are against him, and that you're going to make this happen in Jesus' name. May it be. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Powerful, bro. Pro stirs is so big. It's like I, oh, I'm just, I'm tripping. That's like, honestly, thank you for being obedient and just stepping in because it's about to just go crazy. Hallelujah. Everybody, make sure you hit the post. Follow him on Facebook. Check him out. Follow the ministry. Keep an eye on what he's doing. And give us the dates one more time and location of that event coming up, Brosters, in June. Yes, June the 2nd through the 3rd in Greenville, North Carolina. Man, that's such good territory, too. My sister lives in North Carolina. I'm like, oh, we got to go take a trip. (laughs) Love that area. Hallelujah. Well, blessings to you, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you've had a good time. We'll look to yes, do it sir. again sometime down the road. We'll just keep in touch. Yes. Let me know what the Lord is doing for sure. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. I will.
Outstanding. God bless you. Give everybody a hug for me, obviously. Tell your wife, thank you for letting us borrow you for the last hour or so. And, uh, <laughs> you have a great evening. You too, sir. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's Fuel the Flame from Newly Awakened Ministries. You can follow Newly Awakened Ministries on Facebook and Instagram. You can also connect with us through newlyawakenedministries.com.